Good evening, everybody, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jay Stegman, and with me, as always, is my best pal, Noelle Schmidt. That's right. Yes. We are uh, the host <laughs> of a show called High Spirits, in which we talk about ghosts, and we booze it up. We booze ghosts. We booze ghosts. Booze. Booze. Ghosts. What? I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's apparently the uh, noise that a ghost makes. Boo. Booze. You never knew that there was that z at the end. <laughs> it really is a lazy Z-E at the end. Yeah. Ghosts are actually asking you for <laughs> just some wine. <laughs> Whiskey. Booze. Whiskey would be good right now. But yeah. we have other booze. You want whiskey? Nah. I'll get you some. No. you got one in front of you. I do. You want to hear about it? I'm really excited yeah. about it. Ladies and gentlemen, on this show, we are sponsored by alcohol companies. I, like, have been hiding this from Jay because I'm stupidly excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Show. It's called <gasps> Baritage. Lodi Red Wine. It's Lodi a, Red Wine? Lodi Red Wine. Um, it's a, there's a bear on it. Fucking awesome. Baritage. Growl. That bear has, like great claws he's got really great claws but he looks kind of friendly like he kind of wants to like sort of sad a little bit he's holding a grape between his claws oh that's cute i hadn't seen that look at him he's very melancholy he's very thoughtful yeah i love this guy i like it i'm gonna name him barry yeah well okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna name him no barry's fine i feel good cabby cabby i like cabby better cabby cabby the cubby cabby the cubby uh, I'm really excited about this wine. So stupidly excited about it. Yeah, that's a cool uh, label. Um, I am drinking um, Elysian Space Dust. Oh. Yes, I've had it before on the show. Yeah. It is a hop, basically barfing joy. Elysian Fields forever. Mm-hmm. Space Dust. Space Dust forever. Sorry. No, that's fine. It's from Elysian uh, mm-hmm. Elysian. I love company. that label. Me too. It's great. Um, I can I like, never remember if I like it or not. If I, I like just like the label. Base stuff. Apparently you can see Uranus pretty clearly tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what the Twitter told me. Um, the planet. Yeah. And we... <laughs> okay. Get out of the gutter, everybody. Uh-huh. The planet. It's mm-hmm. blue. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's October here in Chicago. Yep. <laughs> Did you see that effortless segue? <laughs> I just fell right into it. Yep. yep. <laughs> so, uh, we... Oh. <laughs> That's when Jay's, like, done with, like, hearing anything I have to say. She's like, I'm just, like, changing the subject. Oh. We're done here. No, I get it. And that's why I was like, I get it. I'm done now. <laughs> well, you did go... I yeah. crossed a line. We went full Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us like to go blue, and I went there. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I don't know what's happening to me. Thanks, Baritage. Oh, Baritage makes me so, so good. blue. I like it. Um, well, that bear looks a little sad, so Aww. that's not what blue means. I think he's contemplative. He's really thinking about that grape. Like, yeah. I actually, you know what? I think it's happening because these claws are so sharp. He's really worried about bursting. Squeezing her. Yeah. So he's like, gently, 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 easy. Squeezing her. Anyway, is that the like, technical name? Squeezing her. Squeezing her. <laughs> That sounds like it should be like a uh, like a juicer on the QVC. Squeezing her. Hey, are you gonna? Uh, you don't really dress up for the Halloween. I'm not a big. Uh, I have done so. Yeah. Uh, you have. That's true. Yeah, I was Dolly Parton. You were. I was a weirdo. That night we had that seance. I was like a weirdo, like gypsy witch. You were. Um, no, it wasn't a seance. It was a, a a game. What was it? What is it? The role playing game that we do. 
Oh, no, I was talking about um, long, well. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we did Proceed. have a seance we and did. we talked to a couple ghosts. We did. Um, but, uh, yeah, actually, if you want to click the thing real fast. I sure do. So, Noelle, what are you going to be for Halloween this year? I don't know, and it's really stressful to me. And oh, my I gosh. have, like, very few days to figure it out. And I thought, like, even a month ago you thought you were going to be something with your kiddo. Yeah, and then she changed her mind. You're going to be Coraline and Coraline's weird mom. I was going to be the other mother, and then, which I still can do. Um, but she decided she didn't want to be that. And now she's going to be a witch, and she has this really freaking cool costume, and I'm very excited about it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot of ideas, and I need to execute. But I'm nervous because it's my favorite holiday, and it's a very important holiday to me. And my I my brothers and I do a thing every year. Uh, like, we always get together on Halloween, traditionally. Um, and costumes are very important to us, and I know what both of them are going as. And I feel a lot of pressure because we, they're both very creative. Mm. Um, and so now I'm like, oh, my God. I have to. So, yeah, that's all. You looked great as Sally. I yeah, we went as Sally and Jack one year. That was awesome. I was thinking about uh, you and your husband, not me and you. Right, correct. Sorry. <laughs> um, Just in case there was any confusion. Yeah. Well, I presented him with many options, and he has to get back to me on them. That makes so sense. he's not the most like Halloween person. So it's a stretch for him, but he does it because I force him. And your house is literally right now. Uh, decorated to the top and bottom with really scary things. Yeah, I would live this way all year long if I could. It makes me really happy. (laughs) (laughs) I just sit in my orange-lit living room and watch Netflix, and I'm like, this is the best. This is is the life. Yeah. Drinking red wine. You're a fall baby. I love this. Yeah. (laughs) There are spiders everywhere. It's great. That's awful. Skeletons. Gross. Cool. Gross. All right, well, what do you got today? Hey, I'm so <laughs> everybody's like, I'm never coming to your place. <laughs> You're well, they're not wrong. This is how I uh, keep the sleepovers away. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, tonight we're going to talk about Halloween. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I might have something to say. Well, I certainly hope so. And um, probably not. You know, Halloween is uh, real big with you. So, yeah. Um, basically, uh, a year ago, we did a Halloween special. We did. So, I'm going to kind of start off like with a few touchstones from that one. Okay. Um, but don't worry, I'm going to spice it up. And then we're going to move into different topics of Halloween. Okay. Great. Okay. Um, so, uh, Halloween. You guys know this because you listen to the show, yeah. but uh, Halloween is uh, a 2,000-year-old ancient Celtic festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually Samhain. Samhain. And last year, you had your mind fucking blown. Sam Hain. Because <laughs> for all of you listening, uh, Samhain is actually S-A-M-H-I-N. Sam Hain. <laughs> it is Samhain. So uh, whenever you see that, just know that that's right. an ancient Celt uh, word, and that mm-hmm. is a very interesting language that uh, something that looks like Samhain is actually Samhain. Yeah, and after after the fact, after my mind was blown and I felt like a big, big time idiot for not knowing <laughs> that, I learned that uh, the Glenn Danzig band 
Samhain uh, should be technically pronounced Salin, and Glenn Danzig just didn't let everybody in on uh, the truth, and he <laughs> thinks we're all a bunch of morons, so go to hell, Glenn Danzig. He had a good body. <laughs> I guess. Um, I saw him at Riot Fest. I know you did. That's why I said had, because I don't know what he's doing now. He looks rough. Oh. I mean, his body's, like, he's still in shape, but um, he's he's getting old. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, I, like the best thing about, like, Glenn Danzig, the band, is that, like, all the guys uh, in the band um, have the long black hair. Like, they all dye their hair. They have, like, like the look. Yeah. So it's like, which one's Glenn? Oh. It's clever. I don't it's, know. It's a funny thing. Okay. I mean, I, for me. Yeah, no, no, it sounds, it yeah. sounds great. Sam Hain. I don't like that music. Don't? No. Mother. I mean, that's the one song that's palatable, okay. which is why it was a hit. Right. Because that means other people could listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'm doing it again. I just did it. Wait. And if you want. Nope. The count's celebrating. It was me. So, Noel, you, no. might, you might find this interesting. The Celts... <laughs> like, want nothing to do with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> they celebrated their new year on November 1st. Okay. Which, which is All Saints Day for the Catholics. Wait. Um, this day to them marked the end of summer, and um, it started what, what they uh, thought of as the beginning of the cold, dark winter. Right? Uh-huh. Um, and then... What they did, as as most people did, I mean, the Greeks have a very big history of this, like with uh, Persephone and that whole right. myth of um, deciding that that uh, natural, I mean, the natural world, looking at that with like yeah. leaves dying and shit like that, mm-hmm. has to do with human death. Mm-hmm. So uh, they were not alone in that thought process. Um, anyway, they believed that on the night before the New Year, which of course was October thirty first. Uh, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. Okay. Um, in, uh, I will say this, um, Neil Gaiman wrote a really great book called The Graveyard Story. I'm pretty sure we brought this up last Did year. Did we too. really? Yeah, I think oh, I brought shit. it. No, 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 but tell it because it's such a good book and everybody should read it. But they, but they, they, um, it, it's a story of a, uh, young boy whose uh, parents are murdered and he ends up being like a, kind of like a taken in by ghosts yep. at the cemetery where his parents were buried. It's mm-hmm. really, it's a beautiful story. Yeah. But um, in that particular story, they, uh, uh, Neil Gaiman talks about this, this night where the living and the dead become blurred. Yeah. Um, so it's just, if, if you haven't read it, it's just, it's, it's a children's book. You can read it really fast. And it's mm-hmm. just such a beautiful, it's a really wonderful book. Yeah. Check um, it out. On the night of October 31st, when uh, Samhain is celebrated, it's believed that ghosts of the dead return to the earth. Mm-hmm. Now, to avoid evil spirits, the Celts would light bonfires and wear costumes in order to convince ghosts that they were fellow ghosts. Yeah. So, Noel and I were just talking about costumes, which is a hugely important part of Halloween. Mm-hmm. If you've ever wondered, like, why do I wear a costume? Um, that's mankind's way of fooling ghosts, which is pretty... Uh, it's funny and it's insightful and I, that's why Halloween's so delightful. It's sort of like a, a trickster vibe. And if you live in the pony universe, um, what the called, fuck is the pony? It's universe? called Nightmare New, Nightmare Moon or Nightmare Night um, in the My Little Pony universe. Oh my god, dude! I've been reading this book a lot lately. Um, 
<laughs> it's called Nightmare Night. Nightmare Night because Nightmare Moon, who uh, is the evil um, alter ego of Princess Luna, would come and attack the ponies in Ponyville. Jesus and so Christ. all of the ponies would wear costumes to confuse her. It's the same concept. No way. And they wrote it into My Little Pony. That that's, is fascinating. That's why I'm telling that story. Yeah. God, that's weird. And I read that story to my child. Huh. Often. She loves that fascinating. story. Fascinating. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. So that's where our costume, costumes come from. And also, yeah. like, the, the delight that people have of Halloween bonfires. It <laughs> still happens. Um, to invite friendly ghosts, um, the Celts would set places at the dinner table. Uh, they would leave treats on the doorstep and along the side of the road. Um, and they would light candles to help loved ones find their way back to the spirit world. So that's really nice. If you ever wondered, why do we trick or tr- trick and tr- trick or treat or trick and treat mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it? I do trick or treat. What do you do? I do trick or treat. It's a regional thing. Is it trick and treat? Well, I've heard, I've heard it's a, I've heard both. It's a regional thing. Oh, I was. Well, we're both tri- from the Midwest, yeah. so trick or treat is what we say. I mean, trick and treat just doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't. Flow. And by the way, when I was a kid, I just thought it was trigger, trick or treat. Yeah, I didn't even realize yeah. we were saying or, not from the country. Right, trick same. or treat. Yeah, I probably thought the same thing. Um, I didn't I- even know, like when it was like trick or treat. I actually had one of those people in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. one of those moms, mm-hmm. who now that I think about it, like, I thought it was awesome, but when I was a kid, I thought it was, like, such a big, like, right. you had to stop and, like, focus. It's like, a big pain in the ass because you wanted as much candy as possible. Right. But Jill Bremer's mom, Jill Bremer, if you're listening, hi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hi, Jill Bremer. Um, she would make you, like, work for your candy. Good for her. She was, like, in costume, her. and she would awesome. sit on the front uh, front porch. Yeah. And she'd make all of us kids like do riddles or like we, we had to do a trick, uh, to get our treat. So I think that was a trick and treat thing. Got it. See, I always thought it was like trick or treat, meaning like you got one or the other. Oh, that's, yeah. I also live near a dentist. I maybe said this last year too. I lived near a dentist who gave us apples and we would all throw them back at his house. <laughs> Such dick. He earned that. (laughs) He had that coming. I think one year he stopped giving out apples and gave out toothbrushes because it probably left less dead cells. (laughs) You would think after year one, you're like, you know what? Maybe apples aren't a great idea. Kids fucking hate apples. I mean, we don't, but like. No, apples are great. But like, not on trick or treat. Yeah, not on Halloween. Not on Halloween, Halloween, dude. Come on. Give like them some candy with razor blades in it. Thank you. God. Agreed. (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna get there get it right mm-hmm. um put yeah. some tylenol in my motherfucking candy and let's rock <laughs> can we go back to um uh the lighting the way for the spirits to get to the afterlife i think that's really interesting because you would think that um once someone is dead they have like night vision or cat-like vision <laughs> you know? yeah you would think so that's interesting to me that they I've always were like, thought of my ghosts. I, I mean, maybe this is like a modern American thing because mm-hmm. we're very like um, confident and filled with bravado. That right. I think in our minds, we think when ghosts, when people die, they get better. Yeah, there's this but like I think, omniscient I think, kind of yeah, idea about Back them. in the day, they just thought like you were dead and needed help. Like they thought as right. in life, as in death. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of one of the things that I still think. I mean, I know I say that all the time, as in life, as in death. So right. why, why if somebody who didn't have, like, preternatural capabilities, like, why suddenly are they dead and they can do all this shit? 
I mean, it's more true. more likely than not, they can't. No, and that's a good point. And like, I, I I'm looking at it more as being like, because you're not, you're no longer in your body. Oh, okay. You're a spirit, therefore, like you you aren't um, resigned to your oculus and like you're you're kind of moving along like I don't know if you actually have like your your five senses mm. so I'm, I'm thinking of it more that way um but yeah like I've had a friend ask me before um who someone who had some experiences and was kind of creeped out by uh, a spirit that was potentially living in her home and was like do you think they can read my thoughts and I and it was like no no like could they read your thoughts while they were alive <laughs> And then again, yeah. like we're just spitballing philosophy right. because no one, no one knows. We don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like Noel and I are pretty like simpatico on like if if that person could not read your mind when they were alive, right. chances are when they're dead, they didn't get that quality. Yeah. Totally. And chances are you're just projecting your fears onto this idea of a person. Yeah. So. And as we all know, um, ghosts thrive on fear, so they're just like growing and getting stronger <laughs> and feeding, feeding. Are you talking about ghosts or are you talking about politicians? <laughs> uh, both. Okay. okay. Um, because it was believed that the spirit world was uh, closed on October 31st, the Druids, which were the Celtic priests, uh, would try to make contact with the spirits and try to find out uh, fortunes about the future. Okay. So they thought of... Um, Halloween is a time to connect with spirits, and they were one of the um, uh, ancient cultures that uh, thought that ghosts could tell you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all cultures believe this. Because they've seen everything. Yeah. They've seen they think fire, that they can... and they've seen rain. They've seen sunny days, and I'm hurt him here. Yeah. I don't know how it goes, but I know. Right. And I always want to see you again. again. It's actually about marijuana and drugs. No, it's about his oh. friend. Diane, who died in an airplane. Wait, what's the one that's about... Uh, woke up yesterday morning and I thought Lucky you were gone. My friend Suzanne Diane. Was <laughs> <laughs> we're really screwing it up. Uh, anyway, we're sorry for... Uh, I thought it was about, like, going sober. No, it's about his friend who died in an airplane. Oh, crash. well, that's very sad. Is it Suzanne or Diane? Suzanne? Wait. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. We'll I look it up know. later. We're going to look it up. Um... Put an end to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woke up this morning. I just have to finish this part. And I wrote down this song. Okay. Yeah. Were you thinking of the Joker? I think it's Suzanne. No, I'm, I thought that song was about drugs. No, it's about his friend who died in an airplane crash. I'm pretty sure it's Suzanne. Um, but the Joker is about drugs. Um, well, in the yeah, 8th century, that. Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as a time to honor all saints and the martyrs. Uh, therefore, the holiday All Saints Day was incorporated into the traditions of Samhain. Yes. This is really important in the cultural appropriation of the Catholic Church that for most pagans, and we have to mm-hmm. remember that the, uh, the Celts and the Druids mm-hmm. uh, were pagans, yep. and uh, in order to just kind of fold it into Catholicism, mm-hmm. that they were like, cool, you guys really like this holiday. We would not have this holiday. Like, Catholicism would not have... All Saints Day, if it hadn't been for Irish people really liking this holiday. Yeah. well, And, and I, working their asses off to get the Irish in the fold. Yep. And I told this story last year, um, and so this is a, a story for new listeners. Um, 
in in apologies for uh the re the repetition for uh um those who listened last year uh because <laughs> um, we never repeat ourselves i feel funny saying fans oh okay. uh it's weird to me what's to say friends friends oh that's nice isn't that nice um when i was in catholic grade school um my school was um, part of like the church and the the cemetery was right there. And so on uh, Halloween on All Souls Day, we would all be in our costumes. And at one point they would march all 100 of us over to the cemetery, <laughs> cemetery to pray for um, all of the those who had passed. And so here we were, 100 children in our Halloween costumes standing in the cemetery praying Mm -hmm. and I mean I can only imagine and I wish I wish I had a photo of this because it's like the best image of like all of these like little you know this is in the 80s and you're all dressed like cats and we're all like ghostbusters and transformers and (laughs) he-men and witches and I think I was like a witch three times and a gypsy you know like and I know that's not PC I'm sorry um (laughs) Like, yeah, we were, my brother was like a mummy and you know, like all of these things and it's awesome. So that's how seriously Catholics take these holidays. Mm -hmm. That's all. Last but not least about uh, Halloween, you guys know this and I'm sorry, but uh, it was originally called All Hallows Eve. Mm -hmm. Um, All All Hallows Eve became, of course, Halloween. Oh yes. What is the what is the in part of it? You know, that's the Eve part. So so Hallow was all Hallows, and then the in. It's basically like a poetic way of saying even. You oh, would do e okay. apostrophe e n. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, they well, actually did that a lot with um uh, poems in that time, like air. Mm-hmm. Whenever you see e apostrophe yeah. e r, we say um uh the Lord is. Uh, oh, I can't think of the him I just wanted to reference. But anyway, um, the een is short for evening. Okay. And air is short for ever and ower. Yeah, got it. Okay. Uh, is short for over. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was just just an old way that people used to talk. Okay, they got just it. used to shorten it. Cool. Um, so that's like a little catch up on Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yay. So now we're going to talk about, um, urban legends. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're going to take you down the rabbit hole of, uh, shit you know, shit you thought you knew. (laughs) Shit you don't know. Shit you don't know. I don't know. What? Um. Do it. Bum, ba da bum, ba da bum, ba Do it. (laughs) So, uh, first things first, I want to just talk about urban legends in general. And of course I'm a fucking nerd, so I kind of looked up. Urban legends, just because I want to share it with right. you, right? So, urban legends are a fairly new thing. Yeah. For us, yeah. right? Like, we're used to, like, tall tales, like, legends that came from from olden times. And then all of a sudden, we find ourselves in a culture uh, that, mm-hmm. like, is like, oh, yeah, my neighbor's neighbor's cousin was the one who fucked mm-hmm. a hot dog kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to, like, put my head down because I just took a drink. <laughs> You okay? I almost spit that out. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but like, 
we think we know people kind of who did this. And they never changed the lint trap and then their house was set aflame. Then their house was set aflame. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> we all, and there's, like, a certain age, like, this yeah. demographic of, like, someone really thinks they know someone who's done that. Right, right, things. right. Um, which is kind of crazy. And what is fascinating is folklorists, um, like, started to look into this because they were like, ah, this is, like, so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um uh, many urban legends are actually sort of warnings in the form of gossip to constrict outrageous behavior in favor of conformity. Don't have premarital sex. Don't do it. Don't go necking with the boy. Do we still say necking? No, no one says necking. <laughs> That's not a thing anymore. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know. I used to think no, when I, I was a kid, like that necking was like weird, like. <laughs> I won't say. Don't say it. You just look like a swan for a moment. Were you just like wrapping your neck around swan? Yeah. I really thought that's what was happening. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, The amount of times when I was researching this, I had to turn the word lover into teen was outrageous. I'm so like, I'm like, why, why with all the lovers? But anyway, did um, you do like the control F, like control R replace? Shut up. You should have. Yeah, I would have said it at a time. Um, (laughs) so like part of the deal though, is that like, because of that, we Mm -hmm. deal with like the outrageous. So anytime you hear one of these things, like there's a part of it where you're like, that's crazy. And then there's a part of it that's so grounded that you're like, but that's true. Yeah. The man with the hook. Yeah. Oh, he's coming. Oh yeah. I love that guy. Um, so with urban legends, um, most often they deal with contemporary concerns mm-hmm. and what is so fascinating about them to folklorists is that like, uh, they're all told as if it just happened. Yeah. So these aren't like tall tales of old or whatever, but mm-hmm. like somebody, and then I remember all the ones from when I was gro- growing up are like recirculated now. Right. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like we've been telling that forever, but somebody literally will tell like one of these stupid fucking stories as if it just happened, mm-hmm. which is why they have such a cultural like resonance. Well, and that's like, it, it's basically a modern day, modern day fable. Yeah. And that's, what's so amaz- amazing about it is that like, you know, so many stories, um, before, you know, we had like any type of print or, you know, we were really writing things down or passed on from generation to generation. And that's how these, you know, fables were told, which it's the same exact concept where Mm -hmm. it was like, you know, this is how you stay safe. This is how you keep yourself from getting your eyes plucked out or, you know, (laughs) the moral of the story is don't get your eyes plucked out. Well, and that's the thing is that like, you could argue that like those ancient fables are actually more gruesome. Oh yeah, that's some of this stuff. Incredibly gruesome. But that's the whole the whole point of all not the point, but like, is like one of the most gruesome stories you could tell. Somebody. Oh, like all the Grimm's fairy tales yeah. are just like so gruesome. Two kids go into the woods and get shoved in an oven. Right. Like that's fucked up. I like and I'm sorry I keep telling stories about like or things about that I read to my daughter, but like she recently picked out um a Hansel and Gretel story that uh, I don't even know where it came from. Like she had it on her bookshelf and just like appeared and I was like, and it was brutal. And I was yeah. like, good Lord, this is ugly. Um, but that's like how all of these things have transpired is that it's just like, it's a, it's a game of telephone. Yeah. And it just like, you know, as it passes on from one person to the next, it just gets worse and worse and worse. And that's, what's so fascinating about these stories is that it would be amazing to find out like what the original story was. Yeah. 
where it was probably like this nice wholesome story. <laughs> it probably wasn't. This, you know, that's this, what I found in my research. Though it probably wasn't. It probably wasn't. Like maybe it's These been are... censored. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I know they get like sometimes egregiously heightened but mm-hmm. they were never they were never told oftentimes these are like the like little parent parables yeah where parents start off saying like don't trust a stranger and then suddenly that's like your stranger's house is haunted mm-hmm. they're a witch and like all this crazy shit <laughs> right. Like, right it's amazing i love them um well here's the, here's the thing that i think is so interesting about urban legends before we move on to some of them is that um, they can be very specific within a local community. Mm-hmm. So like you probably have like the ones that you grew up with in uh, Wisconsin. I have the ones I grew up with in uh, Hogsback Pete. East Central. Yep. <laughs> East the Central, go man. You can go to episode something and hear all about Hogsback Pete. Yep. And then we'll talk to people and we're like, oh my God, that happened in, wait, what? That happened in my neighborhood. You're mm-hmm. from Portland. Why are you talking about that? That's right. Yep. Um, and so people are so convinced that like it actually happened in their hometown. Sometimes... It actually starts with, like, uh, an unspecified person, so that's easy to put someone's name on. Okay. We did an episode like that, too, where you're like, I've never heard the names, like, Anne and Greg. Oh, yeah, we did that recently. Applied to this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just made that up. Yeah. But um, oftentimes, like, communities will have, like, an actual person mm-hmm. assigned to it. Um, but do you which think is why that... our hitchhiker is called Resurrection Mary. Yeah. Because of her cemetery and her name. But the hitchhiking woman phenomenon is... But I think resurrection. But I think like resurrection Mary, Bloody Mary. Uh, that's kind of Mary is kind of generic. Sure, it's a Catholic gal's name. It, and so I think that like attaching a name to it is pretty unique because I think there's such generic stories. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was so caught off guard the last time when you told these stories because I was like. I've never heard them with names before. It was always like, you know, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, the man, the woman, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it personifies them a little bit more and it makes it a little bit more real. For sure. And that's what I find to be interesting is that we don't do, we don't hear those stories more often with the names of people. And we should. We should. Because they would resonate. Absolutely. Because I would be like, uh, listen, um, Jody over here had this like weird thing where her head got chopped off and that's not happening to me. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I suppose for the millennials listening, hi, um, it would be like Dakota and Madison in a car one night. And like, oh, I know seven Dakota, Dakota S or Dakota M. Um, <laughs> so true. Here's another thing, though, that I think is really interesting in the urban legend sort of uh, realm is that sometimes they start with a famous person. Like a Marilyn Monroe type? You know what I mean? Is that topical? Yes, it is topical. Okay. But, like, going back to famous people, like, that whole thing with, like, Jane Mansfield being decapitated in a car. She wasn't. Well. But people cling to that because they want that to be so. It's so gruesome. But, like. It There's was, so many things like like she was I close actually, to being decapitated. Oh, she her head wasn't doing well, but she yeah. wasn't decapitated. She wasn't fully decapitated. Um, I heard um <laughs> today, uh, somebody said, "Oh, Marilyn Manson can blow himself because he removed his ribs." <gasps> that's still a thing. That's, <laughs> that's still a thing. Started laughing so hard because I knew we were gonna do this tonight, and I was like, "Okay." I didn't way. even I didn't even like stop for a moment, and then this person told me all about Marilyn Manson taking out his ribs so he could blow himself. 
I'm clapping. I, I can't believe that that rumor is still out there, and that's amazing. This is like a 20-year-old rumor. This is an old it's rumor. It's a very old rumor. Although I also, um, I haven't checked an update on Marilyn Manson recently, but I hope he's doing well. He had a, a pretty horrible incident at a concert, I think in New York, where some he was climbing up on a piece of uh, scenery on his stage uh, for a concert and it fell down like on top of him and he was severely injured. Oh my God. I believe he is okay. So, uh, hope, uh, Brian, hope you're doing okay, Brian. I think you're the best. Yeah. It's a, it's a really, like I watched that video more than I'd like to admit because I like had to see every angle of it because I was like, did that? Well, it's a concert. Brian Warner, we are praying for you. I think he's awesome. And, uh, yeah, it was well, I don't awesome. like drugs. Drugs like me. <laughs> We're all part of the dope show. Um, That's my favorite part of that. <laughs> I don't like drugs. Drugs like me. I have a I friend who has some feel uh, that way. interesting Brian Warner stories. That's all. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not gonna share. Not no. You're gonna share a spooky kid story. No. Also, he is not that kid from the Wonder Years. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Also, read his book. Oh, I haven't. You haven't? I have it. Do you? Of course. I'll borrow it. It's one it. of my favorite books. Really? Neil Strauss. Oh, I didn't know. Oh. Well, now I'm really interested. We've I love... talked about this on this show. <laughs> we need to stop drinking on this show so we're not so repetitive. Um, we just lost like 30 <laughs> listeners. Which is okay because we have thousands. Uh, we thank have you so much, Barrington. Tens of listeners. We see you, Barrington. Also, we have a big Japanese falling. Which thank, I don't understand. Thank you. Like, thank you. Arigato. Maybe because that, you did a couple. I don't know what anything I'm saying is. No, I'm that so was sorry. right. Is that rude? No, you said thank you. Oh, arigato. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, you did a couple Japanese episodes. Yeah, I did. Well, so. at least one that I remember. <laughs> There's been wine. <laughs> um, so part of this is like like their entertainment factor, but also the intrigue. We share these things because we love news and gossip, and um, oftentimes we share it as though we're, like, giving useful information to someone. <laughs> like, when we're like, yeah, my neighbor, their car was possessed, and you're like, isn't that the plot of Carrie? Christine. Christine! Oh, I don't care. no. Wrong Stephen King book. Yeah, oh, Carrie was a uh, pig's blood. John Travolti. John Travolti. Christine was the the haunted the car. car. The car that wanted to bone. He also did... Um, was- an- uh, uh, John Travolta. <laughs> he was not. Uh, no. It was that chick who was in. Um, I shouldn't say chick. I'm sorry. That woman who was in Baywatch. No. No. I don't know her name. She was in like the first. She was in the beginning. If it's not Pam Anderson, I don't know. Who. Yeah, then it doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't matter. Um. <laughs> so, he also did another uh spooky car book called Buick something. He's. But that was more. Uh, I got ish with my king. Extraterrestrial. Car stuff. Ooh, I like that book. A Buick 78, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. I like that one. It's an interesting story. Um, I don't like Christine. I'm just gonna put it. Well, it sounds kind of dumb for your car to be obsessed with you. I don't like. I don't like Christine, but a Buick 78, love it. Mm-hmm. I if don't you're know listening, what you Stephen King. Yeah. Stephen King, get it together. Also, I love. I love your Twitter. I do too. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's start talking about some of these urban legends, shall we? I wish we would. Um, so the common saying, 
don't take candy from strangers. Actually yes. dates back to the abduction of Charlie Ross in 1874. Oh. Yeah. He was lured into a horse-drawn carriage with treats. Is he the kid that's the story of the, um, um, what's that movie with Angelina Jolie, the, um... Changeling? Yeah, is that the same story? No, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Is that his name in that thing? I've never seen I it. I feel like the, the name... I don't watch horror movies. You know it's that. not a horror movie. Oh. Um, it's a, it's a great movie. Oh, you should okay. watch it. Um, the name just resonated with me and I thought that that might be a thing. Well, it might be. I mean, this is one of those things of, like... This started off, like uh-huh. most things, um, a real story, and then it turned into all sorts of fiction. He was abducted, though. Yes, he was abducted okay. into a horse-drawn carriage with a treat. Does mm. it sound like Halloween at all? Mm-hmm. And he was never seen again. That's horrible. Uh, so people, after this happened, started to say, don't take candy from a stranger. Yeah. Now, there were some people... That were sure shit afraid. Right. That candy was evil on Halloween. Does this sound familiar? No, actually it doesn't. Oh, well, um, you've probably heard these things that, uh, chocolate covered razor blades. Yeah. Candy corn laced with arsenic. Yeah. LSD put into Tootsie Rolls. No. No. So, um. I didn't know, oh, but that doesn't 80s... make it evil candy. It just means that evil people are putting that shit in oh, the candy. Oh, of course. Okay. But I remember um, in the 80s, there was that, like, Tylenol scare. But that was a real thing. That, that was like... a real thing. But that's what I was talking about with these urban legends is that yeah. they start okay. fake. Mm-hmm. And then someone, did I get to the point where, like I said, that someone would mimic them? Right. So if you're not. So it's like chicken to egg. It's like. I've heard all these stories, and then now I'm going to put Tylenol and candy. But also, the Tylenol and candy ended up not being true. No, but is there... Okay, well, first of all, let's address the Tylenol thing. So, in the 80s, and I don't know the exact date, um, there... It was a legitimate scare because people actually died from this, where they had purchased Tylenol from... I think it was in Illinois, specifically... Um, You might be doing an urban legend right now. I I, I might be. My favorite murder actually did an episode on this. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, you can go back if if you're a fan of theirs, and you should be because they're great. Um, You should check it out. Um, They... There were a couple people that, like, took Tylenol and basically dropped dead from... Well, Tylenol is really bad for you. Well, but they they took Tylenol... Like they purchased it, they took a Tylenol at home, and they for a headache or whatever, and they basically dropped it. And it was it, they found out that um it was arsenic. Like they somebody had like also probably it. an urban legend. No, no, no. This is actually like a real thing. Like this is no. There are news reports. This is a factual thing. I know there were news that reports happens, of all of this though. It happens every Halloween. But this is a real thing that happened in the eighties with the Tylenol, and this is now why you have like the tamper-free things yeah. and like cotton balls in there and all that stuff. So the, the like that is a legitimate thing that did happen, and the person who did it was never caught. Yeah. Um. But also a lot of that had to do with kiddos, because here's the thing: Tylenol is very unsafe. Yes. If you, because people think Tylenol is aspirin. It's hard on the tummy. No, it's, it's not. It oh, will, aspirin's hard on the it'll tummy. It'll put you into renal shutdown. Oh, shit. Yeah. If you take, you know how, okay, listen. I mean, I don't take Everybody who stuff. takes Tylenol, 
It says no alcohol. It means it. It says one. It means it. If you take four Tylenol and you wash it down with whiskey, you're probably going to go into renal failure. Good Lord. I mean, I don't touch this stuff. Yeah, it doesn't take much, which is why Tylenol is like uh, a wonder drug, but also like a scary drug because people take it for shit and they don't know what they're getting into. I'm going to add the all the way. I mean, I know that's <laughs> I know that's not any better, but. Ibuprofen, man. Anyway, uh... Well, acetaminophen will fuck you up, so... Let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, was there ever an actual case that was reported with a piece of candy with a razor blade in it? No. Never. Well, here's the thing. Never? Probably. But you don't... Okay, it's not on your sheet. Well, that's the problem with all okay. this stuff, is that, like, hyperbole and the basics yeah. get conveyed to people. And I actually remember, um... When I was a kiddo, there was one year we couldn't go, the whole community didn't go trick-or-treating. Really? So there was like a haunted house and then a party at somebody's <sighs> house. It's devastating. Because of like crazy candy bullshit. Um, and then I remember the next year we weren't allowed to dunk for apples. Do you remember being young enough to dunk for apples? Totally. Oh God, I love dunking for apples. But we had to stop doing that at school because obviously communicable diseases tell yeah. us that that's not the right thing to do. <laughs> Yeah. Especially during like flu season. There was, I mean, I do remember one year there was a specific kind of candy that our parents were paranoid about. Oh yeah, razor blades being in, and those that was the candy that we could not eat. Do like, you know which one it was? Yeah, I do. It was the um the one that's like the, <laughs> it because I love this one. <laughs> this is a disgusting one that you talked about last time when we were talking. No, about it's Halloween. not. Oh. Well, some people probably think it's disgusting. It's it's toffee. Like I think it, like some type of toffee on the outside, and then the inside is like the white. Yeah, it's awful. No, it's not awful. Yes, it is. It's the inside is like the white. Like it's got the black and orange. No, it doesn't. It's not that. It's got like a. It's a clear. It's a clear plastic okay. uh, wrapper, and then it's got like the outside is like toffee caramely and then the inside is like white and i don't know what the flavor is nine i don't know sounds gross i don't know what they're called but i think they're delicious mm. and i was very upset because my mom wouldn't let me eat any of them because she was convinced that they had razor blades in them yeah well this is like i mean it, honestly it took over the culture like they yeah. thought they thought that was a thing the 80s were a rough time to live Satan. well Razor blades. Satan razor blades. Oh, my God. We're so sorry, the Memphis Three. Oh, God. Um, those boys. Uh, to piggyback on the candy problem, you probably hear this urban legend. Uh, hallucinogenic tattoos. What? So, you know how, like, people no. uh, vary up their Halloween game, and yeah. instead of giving out candy, they give out, like, tattoos to kiddos? Yeah. Yeah. So this urban myth, now that tattoos are like much more prevalent and like, like like fake tattoos are very like very acid. Uh, yep, dropped acid. So oh, yeah. <laughs> this myth is that like any time a parent gets a temporary tattoo or their their like kiddo gets a temporary tattoo in Halloween, uh huh, they need to be like super vigilant because uh, allegedly these tattoos are infused with hallucinogenic drugs. How are you super vigilant? Do you lick it first? I think what they're telling people to do, and this is actually on a news program. Oh, my God. Is they tell people to throw, but that's the problem with urban legends. They're always on news programs. Yeah. Right? Because a news reporter will pick it up, and they'll be like, this is what people are afraid of. And then people talk about it, and then they interpret it right. as news. Um, 
But <laughs> basically, instead of candy, some people choose to give out like fake tattoos, and their whole thing is throw them away. Yeah, throw them away. I mean, I think the reality is that you're be like, you know what? I'm gonna lick that, and I'm just when gonna the test. Moon is in the seventh hell. I'm gonna lick this and let it sit on my tongue for about five minutes, and uh, and then in about twenty minutes, we're gonna make a decision here. <laughs> That, to me, seems like a rational person who may or may have not had a tattoo laced with hallucinogen. And peace I'm doing this for you. Planets and love will see, what? see us through. This, this is, is the yeah. dawn. <laughs> There's another uh, urban legend about the Halloween massacre. Okay. I like this one because it has a year. Oh, Obviously, this is bullshit, but it has a year. Historical. I love it. Okay. One photo from 1962. <laughs> That's a great year. Yep. Continues to spread a legendary story about a Halloween massacre. Mm-hmm. Here's what happened. There's a man in a black mask in the photo. He's at a costume party. They take this photo and no, none of his friends, they all just think like, oh... They're actually not his friends, but they were like, oh, we don't know who this person is yet. Yeah. This man goes on to kill, uh, to, like, lock partygoers in a door and murder them. Mm-hmm. Sounds um, like a movie I'd watch. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> according to the story, so this is from 1962, seven partygoers meet their end, and this man's never caught. And then... Allegedly, to wrap up this story, in 1969, his mask was found by the FBI, and he's been, like, uh, not caught since. Oh. True? False. I'm gonna go with true. (laughs) Yeah, it's, no, it's false. Definitely true. Um, but there's a really fun picture that goes with this. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. And... What's great about it is it's so, like, non-specifically specific uh-huh. that people are like, oh, yeah, I mean, someone could come to my Halloween and I never see them take off. You've probably seen a horror movie like this where someone doesn't take off their mask and it turns out they're big bad. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I've seen, yeah, countless horror movies like this. Uh-huh. So this little Halloween massacre is, like, like... Almost a plot of... <laughs> right. Yeah. This is the dawning of the age, age of Aquarius. Okay. <laughs> um, we talked about the hook. So yeah, let's talk about the man. hook man. The hook man. Mm-hmm. He's my fave. Um, so this is one of those, like, going back to when I talked about urban legends, like, mm-hmm. being, like, morality tales. Right. This is one of them. Because mm-hmm. these kids were doing it. Mm-hmm. So... They were necking at uh, Makeout <laughs> Peak. Yeah. The two like, teams. Uh, wait, wait. Just time out a second. I just love the fact that, like, every, like, story like this has, like, a lover's lane or a place where kids go to make out. Like, there's a designated area yeah. that, like, all of the teens know that, like, this is where you go to, like, make it with whoever. Yeah. And the reality is that, like... I didn't have a place. No, like, I didn't have a place. Did you have no. a place like that? Is that like a real thing? I don't, I don't think know. So. I think it's like watching an 80s movie and being like, that's how dances are going to be. And you're like, <laughs> oh yeah. 
I actually live in my own hometown and we do it in a gym. <laughs> now I feel like that when I see movies about like high school reunions, I'm like, that's what a high school reunion looks like. Mine, for the record, I've never attended one, but oh, I, I have. but I get the invites. And so I have an idea of what they're about and they're not like that. No, no, no. Yeah. they're not like that at all. No. Um, so the story goes with the hook man. Um, the story goes that two teens are making out. Um, a news story comes over the radio detailing the story of a woman who was murdered by a madman with a hook for a hand. <gasps> He's a pirate? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Captain Hook. <laughs> so, <laughs> just to be basically, clear. Basically, like, like pirate. this is a morality tale in that, like, the guy keeps, like, like, she keeps saying, like, oh, we should go. That's a scary story. And he's like, no, 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 let's make out. And then they hear, yeah. and he's like, don't On worry the side of the about car. it. Yep. And then she's like, oh, I don't know. And they keep making don't out. Don't worry, baby. Don't worry. I'll keep you safe and warm. Yeah. Right. And then finally she convinces her boyfriend to go outside and uh, check. No, you should t- start the fucking car and get the hell out right? of there. Well, anyway, he goes to check and she doesn't hear the hook anymore and she doesn't like hear from him for a couple of minutes. Uh-huh. And she goes outside and she sees him gutted against a tree. Yes. So that's the story of the hook man. Um, come on, baby. <laughs> Don't trust that guy. Don't trust that. Listen, is not the same as a Marvin Gaye song. Let's, <laughs> let's get it on. It's safe and comfortable. The sound of a hook on a roof of a car is terrifying. Get the fuck out. Noelle. Yep. The kidney heist. <gasps> oh, man. That's a good one. Yeah. This is uh, a legitimate fear of mine. <laughs> I will say this. I will pooch the end of my story. This actually has happened. I know. But it started off... Like, weirdly, it started off an urban legend, and now it's happened. And now it's a thing. Yeah. Uh, this... It's kind of like how sci-fi is becoming reality. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so the story goes this way. Um, there's a man who's traveling on business. He sits down at an airport, and he sips on a drink. As he's finishing his drink, a stranger walks up to him and offers to buy him another. The next thing he knows, he's waking up in a hotel bathtub Ugh. with ice up to his neck. Ooh. Beside him is a phone on a small table and a note taped to the wall telling him not to move and to call 911. God. Yeah. That actually, I don't have it on my... Because his kidneys have been taken from his body. Well, just one. Just one? Well, you can... Well, you got two. You yeah, know. I know. I'm aware oh. of how many kidneys live in your body. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, you are. But, like... Yeah. You, they can only take one. Right. Because they took two. I think, I think the, the only reason I was thinking that there were two is because I watched, sorry, again, I watched a movie. No, there are two. I watched a movie. But rec- you can only take one. No, I watched a movie recently where two were taken from a body and oh, the person, you know, obviously went into sepsis very quickly. Yeah. So there was only so much time for them to survive. That's why I was thinking too. But anyway, as you were, as you are. Well, this is an interesting thing. Like, uh, the, this is an urban legend, but actually, when I looked into it, this has happened. So if you, if in your neighborhood, you, or not neighborhood, but like in your region, you might actually search the news. I, I know this person. There, there was literally a guy in New Jersey that had this happen to him. But he might be your uncle. God only knows. Like chicken or egg. Yikes! I don't even know the story um, yet. Insects in your head. Do you know this? No. God. 
Oh, this is horrible. I hate this. Do you know this one? Yes, I, yeah. it's the worst. Okay, so uh, in so here's the here's the urban myth. In the 1960s, uh, people I hate this. were really concerned about it. Women were concerned about their hair. Um, so gross. A big school dance was just a month away, and a fashionable teenager wanted to make sure her hair would be perfect, so she got a head start on her hairdo. Um, one night before bed, the girl washed her hair in sugar water, Ugh. pulled it straight up, and wrapped it. No. When she awoke, she had formed it into a hard beehive hairstyle. You guys remember beehives? Sure do. Very cool. B-52s. Yeah. That's like... They're coming back. Probably. Not really. Um, anyway, over the weeks, so this girl could maintain her beehive, she did not wash her hair, uh, and she would go through several cans of hairspray to keep her hair in check. Um, she started to feel sick, y'all. She started to get, like, <laughs> bad headaches. Um. It's a mystery. Yeah. Um, when did the girls in class, she yelled out in pain. Her head fell on her desk and blood could be seen running down her cheek. Beauty costs. As it turns out, a family of bugs had made a home in the girl's hair and they'd been eating away at her scalp (gasps) to her brain. I can't. I can't. (laughs) It's like, like, that is so awful. Uh, Can I tell you this? I hate bug stuff. I find, uh, I found a contemporary story and I don't actually remember this chick's name because I didn't put it on my piece of paper, but like, there was a girl in Texas who did not the same thing, but a news story. Like you mm-hmm. find actual people who, again, chicken and egg. Is this an urban legend or right, is this someone you right. know, right? Um, there was a girl who ingested, maybe, a tapeworm. Oh. Uh, nope. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, right? I hate this shit. Like, ingested a tapeworm to, like, lose weight, and the tapeworm, like, oh got my, huge and oh ate its way through her body. Oh, my God. But shit like this happens. That's, like, a thing? That's a real thing that you're telling me? Or are you fucking with me? Um, this is a real thing. Is this on your sheet? No. No, I'm Googling that. <laughs> I just But there's, like, the girl who didn't take out her contacts, and then she had an amoeba eat through her eyeball. What? No, that can't be that a thing. That happened. It was no. in the news. It was in the news, and therefore... Therefore, that's why... You're... No. Urban legends are amazing. Oh, my God. But that actually happened. I can't. Some girl did not take out her contacts for three years. Shut... What's wrong with her? I don't know. She's fucking dumb. Oh, my God. Okay, I have one last story. Also, how do you... How do you not take out your... I mean, I guess she wasn't going to her eye doctor. That's well, we had a... Uh, <laughs> we're not friends with her anymore, but we had a person that we knew that didn't take out her contacts ever. And she had a... You're going to have to tell me about who that person was after we end this, because I'm not sure who that was, and I'm going to immediately contact them and be like, why were we friends? Oh, uh, no, you already deleted her from Facebook. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> we shouldn't do this. Okay. Um, thank you, Elysium Space Test IPA. <laughs> So I have one last story. This is awful. I'm sorry. I'm just laughing now that I've like realized. No, it is. And I'm like, yeah. oh. She the, actually got a bacterial infection because she never The lightning, a... like the light bulb just Yeah, like, you have to be real dumb. Ding, 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 Okay, sorry. Please continue. Uh, during the Second World War, many families in Yugoslavia. Here's first, uh, this is specific, The right? Czech Republic. 
Right. But like, <laughs> former it doesn't have Yugoslavia. to be this specific. When I yeah. finish the story, I'll be like, oh. Okay. But this one is really good because it's so specific. Okay. During the Second World War, many families in Yugoslavia experienced major food shortages. Okay. To help, their relatives in the U.S. would send over care packages. Labeled, uh, they labeled tins filled with food to help their families overseas during their time of need. But one family received a care package with a tin that didn't come with a label. Dun, dun, dun. When they opened it, they saw it was a powder and assumed it was a food supplement oh. or some sort of spice. It was cocaine. Hold on. <laughs> During their next meal, every family member no, sprinkled no, some powder no. over their food. Oh, no. And they liked how it gave their life to their otherwise bland meal. Oh, no, no, no. They no. loved it so much they polished up the tin. A few weeks later. Oh, it was a dead body. Hold on. They received a letter in the mail that described the contents of the package. No, why wouldn't that be attached? Why wouldn't that be attached? <laughs> the letter said their grandmother, who'd been living in the U.S., <laughs> Had died, and her cremated remains were sent back to her home country. Shut up. That is... In an unlabeled tin. That can't... No. 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 Why wouldn't you attach that to the tin? Girl, urban legend. (laughs) That's a horrible story. How terrible did that family feel? Oh, my God. It's actually... That can't be a real story. Called the Accidental Cannibal. (laughs) And I actually found um, five different versions of the Accidental Cannibal. But that's how amazing, like, uh, urban legends are. That's a good one. They don't, like... They don't... I would have liked it if it was cocaine. Well, see, there's probably... smuggling this out of the country. A nice urban legend that would, like, follow that logic. You mix a little bit of grandma in it, so it won't go detected. (laughs) But, like, again, right. it, it really just depends on your taste and what you like, and an urban legend can just, like, yeah. take off. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Um, before we go, Noelle, what's an urban legend that you would like to tell? <gasps> oh, I'm on the spot. Oh, boy. Um, shit. If you don't have one, that's okay. I don't, I, I, I feel like I do, but, like, I don't, I can't think of it right off. I mean, I would always tell the hook story. Um, that's like my fave. Um, shoot. Do you have one? And I'll think of one. I just did a lot. You sure did. (laughs) Shit. You're fine. I shouldn't have asked you. No, I feel like I have some and I, I'm sorry. Well, y'all, if you have an urban legend you would like to tell, please come to our Facebook page, uh, High Spirit Chicago Podcast. Um, please listen to us at SoundCloud, High Spirit Chicago Podcast. Uh, also iTunes, High Spirit Chicago Podcast. Get a hold of me. At Gmail. <laughs> SpiritChicago at One gmail. of these days I'll check that out. You probably won't. Nope. Um, ladies and gentlemen, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And let me say this yeah. real quick. Um, uh, to There's a really awesome horror film um, called Trick or Treat that came out probably in 2013, I think. Um, I had been anticipating that movie for many years to come out. It's awesome. It's super, it's super fun. Um, and it uh, tells... Uh, several urban legends and they it's intertwined they're like the whole, oh cool i didn't yeah. know i was being derivative um so <laughs> if you like this stuff and you like horror movies check out that movie it's called trigger treat it's a lot of fun if you're a horror film fan love it yeah love, and it love, combines love. a lot of these stories love yeah okay um so noelle um who are you drinking oh tonight i am drinking baritage <laughs> 
<laughs> Growl. Yeah. Veritage red wine. I'm drinking uh, Elysian Space Duck Space Dust IPA. We want to thank you guys for listening. My friend uh, Noelle uh, has one last disgusting thing to say to you. Sweet dreams.